0: Four things green.
1: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Forking Sweet the podcast where we watch big awesome movies and then make big awesome treats inspired by those movies and coming out of the gate hot really excited our first movie the 2019 instant classic knives out if you haven't seen the movie which is almost impossible at this point it's been on Netflix it did $300 million in theaters. Ryan Johnson directed, Daniel Craig starring in a role that couldn't be more different than James Bond, with a cast that's loaded with stars from Anna Day Armis to Chris Evans to Michael Shannon to the late great Christopher Plummer in a movie that is clue meets Agatha Christie meets something out of the sort of worlds of Wes Anderson and other great modern directors. I, I don't want to get carried away here. I could go on forever, but before I do, I I I gotta welcome my co-host to the show. Welcome is Liv. Liv, welcome to the first episode of Forking Sweet.
0: Hello, I'm Liv. That's my name. That is me. I am human.
1: Liv, the human is here. She is ready to go wearing a donut shirt, lest you think that we don't take our job of movies and treats very seriously. And as we go on, we'll talk a little bit about the significance of donuts in this one. Definitely a critical, critical moment.
0: If you don't think we're serious enough, wait till you find out that I am wearing bright pink Homer Simpson donut shoes.
1: Someone has committed to the bit much like Daniel Craig really commits to that accent throughout the movie. Really, Um, really
0: strong accent. Like You cannot get away with saying that is not an accent.
1: You can tell everybody on this movie, having so much fun. It is really infectious. I think I remember seeing it for the first time in theaters, and I maybe five minutes in, I already knew this was gonna be one of my favorite movies. So many little things. Let's see, where to start live. Movie it's opens, a, big, it's a big, huge mansion.
0: Beautiful, beautiful house. We get to see all the weird, creepy things that hide in this house. Really, really nice house. And then we find out there has been a murder. Beep beep beep. But
1: initially we don't know if it's a murder. We don't yeah. know. All that we know is the patriarch of the family, whose, whose big beautiful house it is, Harlan Thrombey, played by Christopher Plummer, has died of apparent suicide, slit his own throat, a, definitely an aggressive way to go suicide-wise. The initial investigation, you get state troopers, lo- local investigators have ruled it a, a suicide But they are on site interviewing the family members, doing their sort of, you know, investigation and with them sort of mysteriously, not saying a lot initially, sitting in the back, hitting a piano key when he doesn't like an answer, Daniel Craig.
0: Wait, that was Uh, what it was? when he doesn't like an answer i did i thought i was uh, what did you
1: think he's sitting in the back hitting a piano key once in a while maybe it was when he's like i'm done with this person he's i'm bored hey, i would never totally clear with the piano key
0: my thought. first impression was that, that dude was a weirdo and he really likes playing bad piano he's like <laughs> he's like really bad at jazz but he's like i like hitting the high note
1: that that it might be that too maybe as we get into the sequel maybe, we'll find maybe. out more
0: Maybe he was practicing for choir and he's a soprano. He was like, oh, gotta be, gotta be real high, real high. We didn't know it, but he was laced with a bit of his own voice.
1: Maybe one of the secrets that will be revealed in one of the sequels, we'll have to see. Okay, so mo-
0: turns out the detective is in choir. Bum, bum, bing!
1: That he actually learned all of his detective skills in choir. Yeah,
0: I mean, he had as, to solve the case of the missing microphone. That's how it works, man. That's how it works.
1: So we open, we see this house. We're talking to the various characters, and and amongst those, let's you know, the family members who are all being deposed as witnesses by the police include Jamie Lee Curtis, playing the eldest daughter of Harlan Thrombey. Her husband played in a no perfect role by Don Johnson. We have Michael Shannon as one of the younger sons of Harlan. We have Tony Collette playing social media influencer, what feels like sort of creator a creator really... of
0: something called Flam, which sounds like Flim, which is like skincare products made of snot. That does not sound appetizing. Do not Maybe a nod
1: to Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop definitely feels like a much lower tier of celebrity influencer turned, you know, beauty entrepreneur.
0: I don't know what Goop is, so I do not get that reference. But I'm going to play <laughs> along with it anyway. Yeah,
1: man. I, I, goop, phlegm, all sound like things you maybe don't want to put on your face. But, you know, so maybe the similarities stop there. So you have this great cast playing the various family members, uh, each going through, each kind of giving their retelling of, of what happened on Harlan's last day leading up to his passing. I think there there had been a birthday party, his 85th birthday party. All the family had gathered. And Real so they're all, sort, all recreating... Phlegm what happens in those final hours and we we cycle through these interviews which helped us sort of set the stage for what's happening and then our final witness who we're we're talking to is Marta Cabrera, the the only member here who's not a formal member of the family. She is Harlan's nurse caregiver who spent a lot of time with him played by Anna the excellent Anna De Armas. And so we go through these interviews and then we arrive at at Marta's interview talking to the police and it's it's revealed that she can't tell a lie. She uh how do we put it? Delicately will vomit if she tells a lie. So obviously, right out of the gate, you've got a solid hook for a detective setting. So as we're meeting all of these cast members, what what jumped out to you as you're you're sort of meeting all the members of the family? What were your some of your favorite moments? I don't
0: know. They were all kind of boring. They were all like, "Oh yes, I have problems, but I'm not going to tell you I have problems. I secretly have problems."
1: It's it, one thing is clear as we as we. Talk to everyone. Hear from everyone. This is definitely like so many families, especially families of that sort of privilege, where there there's maybe money. I think. By I think that one you thing, mean
0: by that you mean messed up families with they're, um, they're, issues.
1: There's some issues. It seems to be fair, fairly early on, pretty clear that that most of the family is is pretty reliant on Harlan. Dare we say for for money? Is that a, is that a good way to describe it? You think?
0: Yeah, giving them obviously and immediately motives. Right out of the gate, they are all really suspect.
1: So we have an apparent suicide, but lots of good motives. So right there, we're looking at a whodunit, a proper whodunit. From there, we sort of, we get right into it. Movie wastes no time establishing everybody's potential motive. The one, one major family member we don't speak to right away, but who is sort of alluded to, Ransom. the the son of Don Johnson and Jamie Lee Curtis, played by Captain America himself, Chris Evans. Daniel Craig very much enjoying not being James Bond. I think similarly, without giving too much away about Chris Evans and his character, I think safe to say he's having a lot of fun not being Captain America in this movie. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I mean, Captain America is a tough role. You gotta be buff the whole time.
1: So if nothing else, enjoying... he's enjoying not having to be buff, buff.
0: I, be I feel ripped.
1: like i wonder if this was one of those you know sometimes those sets where you've got all these marvel guys or a james bond movie there's trainers on set there's working out i wonder if there were sort of anti-trainers like where daniel craig and chris evans maybe just eating lots of like clam chowder out of bread bowls and just really leaning clam chowder?
0: Not- of all the, the things you chose you were like clam chowder yeah that's something that will real make you fat that
1: quick I mean it's 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 creamy ocean
0: it's creamy jumps. ocean crudons
1: I, exactly it's in a it's bread what the bowl. ocean I mean, has
0: it's what it's what the ocean has taken and made worse
1: <laughs> so I mean I think uh, maybe maybe they weren't on the exclusively the clam chowder and bread bowl diet but I think these guys are are certainly able to have a few carbs while they're on set doing doing their job everybody is really playing Rand- off each other
0: Wait till you see Ransom in a sweater, though. He is still ripped. Still got them buff muscles.
1: I mean, uh, not taking anything away from Chris Evans, but uh, those big knit sweaters do add some bulk. I I don't know. I feel like maybe the sweater was working hard in there, too. We'll we'll have to dig deeper on our research. But uh, So we get right into it. We start talking to family members. Something is definitely up. And then get to this conversation with Marta, where she proceeds to quickly verify that, that no one's quite, none of the family members have quite given an accurate retelling as she struggles not to hurl as she's asked questions to sort of validate or invalidate parts of their stories. Uh, I mean, so genius, a genius...
0: Genius idea by the filmmakers and writers, but that was just disgusting, man. I mean, you were suggesting we make this into the dessert, and I was like immediately rejected that. That was not great. No, <laughs> I am nope. up for it. I, I am all in. Let's do it. Yeah, that, man. I like. Yeah, in retrospect, that
1: wasn't out. a great idea. Not a great idea by me. What I, would we have
0: made detailed. it of? Clam chowder. Clam chowder barf dessert would have been great. Would have been real great.
1: So, going down the line, let's talk, let's establish our own motive, if we will, if we can, for the characters, for our listeners. So, as we were saying, I don't know that we ever fully established motive for Linda, for, for Jamie Lee Curtis's character as the eldest daughter. We were both saying before, I think she may be the only one where we're uh, maybe you know she she feels like she probably had the least at stake was the the sort of best daughter the one that had the best relationship with her dad as well as eldest well, daughters usually do with their dads dare i say
0: well i mean they do reveal that she has been getting her money for her real team, real tr- real Re- reality? Realty. 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 No, it's reality now.
1: It's a reality now it's a reality business? <laughs>
0: it's a reality business. She goes into the tenth dimension.
1: Ooh, ooh. Now it's now it's like a whole there's like a metaverse thing going on here. Oh yeah, this a, is a Marvel a movie now.
0: I mean, we've already got Captain America. Got a bit of James Bond in there. I mean, this would totally be the next like Marvel movie. I mean we in guys? Are you ready? Okay. Like her Linda's her name is Linda right yeah, her name is Linda yes. uh her real, reality whatever it's called business she did get her money from Harlan so maybe they just never show the fact that maybe she is like maybe, I mean, who knows maybe she's been putting on a show for us the whole time bum, bum, bum. why was she going to Boston we don't know we I do think they not. lived in
1: Boston. They make allusions to Boston at some point. I think Don Johnson references the public theater, but we don't ever really fully get into where it's set, but but you kind of imply a, a Massachusetts setting. In terms of setting up motive, Michael Shannon is quickly established as the sort of leeching son who helps dad run his publishing business, but really hasn't really done anything other than just collect money for helping his dad put his books out. You've got Don Johnson, who we establish has been cheating on his wife and Harlan's eldest daughter and and got caught and called on it. Tony Collette, (coughs) who is the daughter-in-law of one of the late sons, a a son named Neil, who we never meet because he's passed dead. away 15 years ago we don't ever He's hear anything dead. about that by the way we just know who he knows? died 15 years ago we have we have joni who has apparently been double dipping as christopher Plummer aptly puts it taking two checks for her daughter's tuition for private school so she's been cashing one for herself to fund Wait. her snot mask empire
0: i thought she was double dipping i thought she'd get like double the price for just one tuition and then she would like take
1: out he no he says that he had been sending money straight to the school but then his assistant had been sending a check to her and there was sort of confusion that she never bothered to clear up ransom the character played by chris evans is actually the first that we find out is being cut out of the will so he seems as though maybe he's the biggest suspect when you first kind of introduce his character and he's been told he's not getting anything so certainly would have motive but soon after that part becomes clear discover that lo and behold all of the family members are being cut out of the will. And in fact, everything that Harlan has, from the house to his publishing empire, to all of his money, is going to Marta Cabrera, his loyal caretaker. Also, as we're sort of finding out more of the motive of these characters and all, Marta, we get a quick flashback that reveals to us, the audience, that she actually was there the night it happened. And that we find out what what really happened, why Harlan killed himself, which is not so much anything out of him wanting to die, but actually an accident. She's injected him with the wrong medication, given him a ton of morphine that will soon kill him. Doesn't have the injection that would help stave that off. And so we will talk more about that after the break. We've got to take a quick break here for a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back.
0: Easy bake, easy bake, fast as you can, mix them up, mix them up, pour them in the pan, slide them in, slide them in, let them bake now, slide them in, slide them out, easy bake, wow! Only Kenner's Easy Bake Oven Set makes such delicious cakes, cookies, candy, brownies, pizza, pies and biscuits. It bakes like magic with two ordinary light bulbs and has a special cooling chamber. Easy Bake by Kenner.
1: All right, we are back. Thank you for sticking around. So by this point in the movie, we have established all of the characters might have motive. We've actually sort of seen the perspective of Marta of what really happened that night.
0: What we think really happened.
1: What we think happened, but but you know, I mean, in a sense, the reason we've we've established why Harlan decided to take his own life—it was not out of a depression or anything planned. He thought he was about to die due to a mistake Marta made. I and mean, Christopher Plummer, is such a great actor, I was like tearing up as he's sort of looking at her and kind of going like, "I know what we have to do," and committing to taking his own life to protect her. Such a touching. Which is sort of the thing. really
0: depressing part in the end, because well, then you're well, like. <laughs> Because then you're like, oh, man, no.
1: So at this point, we know how he died. We know everyone has a reason to potentially have played a hand in it. But at the same time, it doesn't. It's not totally apparent why or how they could have. From your perspective, as you watch this, who who were you thinking what was your th- where, where was your head going as far as how this might have happened or were you just like ah, oh, movie might be done at 45 minutes just a nice tidy all right well there it is
0: i was like yeah nope that's not it I was well the thing is is as a nine-year-old you're like have no perception of time you're like 25 minutes might be an hour might be 30 seconds i don't know so is
1: that is that really how it works when you're nine? It's been a long time oh, since so I was nine. Is your your sense of nine, time that bad?
0: When you're nine, you cannot tell a year apart from like five minutes. It is really bad. It's like a syndrome that like it's bad, man. But especially if you don't have a watch. If you have a watch, you're a bit better. But if you don't, then you're like ooh, nope. nope, nope, nope. So I was like, well, guess that's it. Or I could have been like, ooh, maybe there's more. I don't know, man. I don't really remember. All I know is that I liked it a lot. I liked. <laughs> I, would, I would have been fine with that as an ending. I would have been like, woof, depressing, but sure, man.
1: But, of course, we don't stop there you at this not. point. <laughs> at this point, as the audience, we have a secret, right? We know what's happened, but Marta is trying to, of course, keep this from the detective. And Harlan has coached her because of course she can't lie to the detective or she she would barf so he has coached her on how to omit details that she doesn't want to tell but to tell the truth so there's kind of this brilliant device where we know what's going on we're trying to get to the bottom of it
0: there is another one of my favorite parts right here which is whenever harlan is explaining to Martha what she has to do and she, and he says you have to go after the elephant? And then whenever she's thinking about it, she's like, before, after the
1: elephant? There are so many little details. I think we pulled up some of the list of books that are on the shelves. This is one of those where you can tell the production designers had a lot of fun because Harlan Thrombey in the story is this, you know, very successful murder novelist himself, which is part of the fun of this, right? And this is, he even notes as he's potentially dying of a morphine overdose notes how this would be a really good plot for a murder mystery it starts writing down notes
0: i'm not sure if it is a murder mystery but there actually is a book called who killed harlow thromby and it's about of like a rich dude named harlow thromby who gets killed and he and the possible suspects as his wife his nephew and his niece i don't know who did it i'm just saying nephew because no reason
1: and we'll we'll go through there are some incredible incredible references and little notes throughout that that we'll we'll save for a few minutes but i do want to talk briefly about the names of some of the books on the shelf i have them here Uh, so here's a few of harlan thromby's successful books around the corner and down the lane drop in the bucket the castle's nail the badger the wrong tree nick of time keeper Ultimatum, the Needle Game, Homunculus, and this. Homunculus.
0: Pig. Okay, let's just pause it for a second. What is it with Ryan Johnson and weird names? We have Homunculus, we have Flam, we have other weird names. There's a Benoit Blanc. That's probably French. You now that I think about it, that probably is a normal name. Well, still weird names, weird names, people. Homunculus. Hum- homun- a
1: homunculus for those who those listening at home not familiar a representation of a small human being originally depicted as small statues made out of clay so what? i really want to read that book I, I would love to read any of those books quite honestly uh, somebody needs to ghost write some harlan thromby book it's like ghost uh, restaurants
0: ghost instead of ghost restaurants you got ghost and then it's like and then you like deliver them on uber eats but then someone tries to eat them like in the weird uber ads
1: I like the idea of a hybrid ghost kitchen ghost writer setup where you have like the front you have a bunch of people with typewriters and they're just kind of writing different books for different people they're writing under different assumed names in the back somebody oh, is making that, you know dumplings they, but you know for some restaurant across town They uh, did that I, in I, this the is a business Simpsons. Idea.
0: They did that in Simpsons where it's like instead of the actual writers it was like other people so I mean People, I'm telling you, go out there, write a book, and then, like, say it was written by your pet or something. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say a story by Kokomo. I like it. Yeah.
1: At this point, it starts to become clear that there's more to it. What's your first bet of who did it?
0: I mean, in my brain at that moment in time, in my headspace, thought it was Marta. I was like, oh, well, they've laid it out clearly. It is on the charcuterie board. It will not be taken back.
1: Do, you, do people not take back? Is that where people place things that are not for taking back is charcuterie boards?
0: If you I, put some of that fancy cheese, some of that fancy French cheese on a plate, you can't put it back, man. It is on that plate. The crackers, okay, maybe the crackers, but the cheese, it doesn't go back. It stays. It stays. It buys I, I a th- condo. It starts, it gets a pet it settles down it it has a family that's how it works
1: i mean i feel like in the the age of COVID, i, I don't really want people taking the crackers back either I, I feel like all of these things need to set up shop in your belly or a trash can at this point but i'm good it's good to know that that ultimately charcuterie boards work a lot like co-op boards in the new york apartment i think is what you're saying that's yeah that's a you, good, just, that's you a good put lesson. it
0: on the charcuterie board it cannot be taken back don't you even try man you're gonna get all your germy fingers on it
1: i was feeling like okay we haven't really met a lot of chris evans we definitely are kind of setting him up as an a-hole apologies oh no he's called
0: an a-hole many times
1: many many times or and worse so immediately kind of comes in you you establish his motive above all right like it seems as though he's the one getting cut out of the will it's got to be him
0: it's got to be him and his biscoff cookies definitely not winking right
1: now. <laughs> Biscoff cookies. They will factor in later. Pay attention. That's our Chekhov's gun and they will come back in the third act. When we get into treats, I don't want to give too much away. Not so, winking, not
0: winking.
1: But the turn comes quick. We think it's, we think it could be Chris Evans. It seems as though as he's coming to the picture, he's a total a-hole. He's rude to the help. He's rude to Daniel Craig. I think he calls him CF CSI KFC. Great line by the way. And
0: no, I thought and it then, was KFC.
1: Is that not what I said? I
0: thought you said KCF. Or no, you said and Okay, yeah, you said it normally. I didn't.
1: <laughs> I, it it might have been five minutes ago or nine hours ago. You're, you know, I it get might it. You're young. Your sense ago. of timing is I
0: don't know. I have a problem.
1: I'm Help worried me. actually about you now. I feel like that this podcast, we might have to cancel it and actually go have a doctor look into your sort of Chronological imbalance. I don't even know if we may have discovered an entirely new condition here. I don't. Your sense of time is really—it's almost as bad as my sense of direction. I've lived in Austin for twelve years. I still don't know which freeway is which one. You so, don't know.
0: You don't know Mancaca. You don't <laughs> know Mancaca from Manchaca.
1: Hey, when I got down here, they were calling it manshack which sounds like something very different it seems like it could be Chris Evans and then moments later it's revealed that as as and actually reading the will there to read the will is the the attorney Frank Oz famed voice of Kermit the Frog amongst other things Wait, you have the said, voice
0: of Kermit the Frog
1: yeah Frank tell, Oz is
0: why didn't you tell me this sooner I, I told you
1: this several times I love he Kermit. Was,
0: how dare you he, Kermit man
1: he was a puppeteer for years. Uh, actually, wait, no, wait, I had it wrong. He performed the characters of Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, Animal, and Sam Eagle, Cookie Whee! Monster, Burton Grover, and and then. So I guess he. I'm not sure if he did all those voices, but notably also, provided the voice and puppets for Yoda, and then as a director, did uh, directed Muppets Take Manhattan, Dark Crystal, Little Shop of Horrors, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, what Crystal. about Bob? In and did out he the and a nev- funeral.
0: Did he do never ending story? Because I swear if he did he'd start crystal, that's bad enough. But the never ending story is never ending. It nearly killed me. So I died on that couch. eating Don't myself.
1: we're not turning this into a place where we will slander a tray you and the flying dog thing. Whatever. The flying dog? The flying dog in uh never ending story. Oh yeah, he goes. Wee! exactly and the and the song story i don't want to sing too much we might have to pay royalties to uh whoever wrote that one but yeah so frank Oz comes in as the attorney no
0: you sang it off tune enough that we won't have to pay royalties. <laughs> i mean fair, your key was fair. like your key was perfectly wrong
1: that's that's what i that's what i aspire to is so wrong it's right i think is my is what my singing style has been labeled at karaoke so wrong, bars right. around the world he comes in reads the will at which point we figure out No one's getting anything that actually, except Marta. So now everything's thrown into a sort of twist. What, what's happening? Which of these angry characters might have actually had motive? What what might Harlan have indicated them? And in the swirl where the family members are now furious because they're home, all these things are, are not going to them as they had all been so sure they would. Chris Evans is actually the one who throws open the door to his beautiful vintage BMW and says, Get in, and, and offers Marta sort of the lifeline.
0: After they everyone dro- says, After everyone chases after Marta and said, oh, You burnt my granddad.
1: Exactly. Yes. They. The implication is that somehow she may have slept with this old man, this 85 year old man, to get the money, seduced all sorts him. of. Seduced him. Somehow. Uh, somehow, li- their references to Lifetime movies are made. And. So Marta goes off with Chris Evans's character ransom, at which point he seems like maybe he's not such a bad guy. Starts to kind of mm. talk about, you know, being how he's kind of happy he doesn't have the money. You know, he's Captain America at this point. So I'm I'm buying. Maybe he's actually a good dude, you know, kind of throws everything up into upside down.
0: Maybe Marta sure. at
1: this point's kind of looking at maybe he's on to something and hey, Maybe I'll work with him a little bit, and and you know maybe I don't want the detective getting too close. So we sort of get into a place where she's not now, kind of working right alongside Benoit Blanc. Did this throw anything for you at this point? Did you see through Captain America's ruse? Did you think he's still guilty? The cable knit sweater's not selling me.
0: I mean, at the point whenever he was like prepared with a barf bowl and feeding her beans, I was like. Eh about this guy but at that point I was like as a nine year old you cannot tell time I was like oh my gosh it's Captain America woo he's so cool
1: I won't give away all of the plot points. A lot starts to happen there in the end. We've got we've got a mysterious death of one of the housekeepers. We've
0: got mysterious death. Mysterious,
1: kind of scary scene. That kind of freaked me out when she's like, "Oh, you did it, you did it." Uh, There's a spider on her face. That part. I
0: left the theater. You know me and spiders.
1: I'm not a fan of spiders. That got me. I think I may have left with you. I uh, was in the
0: bathroom so, and I came back and I saw that and I was like, ooh, no, thank you.
1: Eventually, the lab where the tests would have discovered exactly how he died is mysteriously burned. So Marta's kind of off the hook as far as the last bit of evidence that might have pointed to. Her accidentally poisoning him with the morphine overdose is gone. We build towards an end, eventually discover that, lo and behold, as we're having the closing where Daniel Craig lets the family have it, tells them they're all terrible, and then in true detective fashion sort of pieces it all together at the last minute, right when it seems like it's all kind of coming to an end and maybe we're and just kind of resolving on Marta did it and that's it. He pieces it together. And then the comes together.
0: my favorite line.
1: The There's favorite a, line.
0: The mystery is a donut and the the hole and we thought that the hole fit perfectly into the donut but it turns out that that donut hole has a hole and that is actually the donut inside of a donut yep turns out that's the thing now people
1: fun fact ryan johnson was going to cut that speech from the script He felt like that was maybe a thing they didn't need. Daniel Craig sold him on, I can do this. I can nail it, keep it in. He delivers it. Of course it becomes one of the lines of the movie and it stays in and becomes famous and so on and so forth. And I think you quoting that line, perfect opportunity for us to segue from, you know, the movie, which I think safe to say we love, but, but maybe we can talk now. I think it's a good time to be.
0: What about the ending?
1: I guess the movie's been out for three years and been seen by millions of people around the world we might as well spoil so we get to the ending they pull chris evans who they've by now kind of figured out oh yeah he was up to no good pull him into the room question him in true sort of trust fund fashion he does the more or less i did it but you can't prove it and i'll get a fancy attorney and this will never stick and all the things that just make you hate him and want to punch him, even though and he's he's beautiful Chris Evans.
0: Face, which, um. his beautiful face gets ruined in a second because Marta lies about Fran being alive secretly. She died. Bum, bum, bum. And she throws up all over his face. This was the point whenever I was like, you don't really need to zoom in on that face. Don't do that.
1: It but was it, Captain America gets barfed on. Yeah. Uh, Marta, the, the brilliant sort of hospital calls lets her know that, that Fran, the housekeeper, actually did pass away. She managed to, to hold down the barf just long enough to get Chris Evans to more or less confess to everything. Mm-mm.
0: Nails him right in the face. It Nails
1: is- him right in the face with a big old wave of barf.
0: Oh, God. Just, oh, God
1: she tells him well you could still tell there's like chunks in her mouth tells oh, him oh god
0: oh god you could <sighs> the only way more you, could less, have hey, that... you... <laughs> the only way you could have made that worse is if you had said a tsunami of barf
1: oh you know if you just threw up and you didn't get like that glass of water. no nope, and, nope, 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 nope. no 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 you still no no
0: no we're about to talk about the dessert please no please no no
1: so she tells him he, he she is dead you just confess to her murder in front of me of in front of the police whatever and he says in for a penny in for a pound grabs one of the knives there's a big sort of game of thrones inspired kind of big chair of knives kind of thing decoration a big, of like, knives.
0: Circle, like it's like a wheel of fortune of knives
1: wheel you, wheel of fortune of yes if you
0: spin this wheel of fortune you will not you will not you might lose a finger who's the host in wheel of fortune
1: let's see wheel of fortune's Pat
0: Sajak whatever the dude is he's got a deadly job now man I'm sorry
1: wheel of fortune with knives would be a much better show
0: yeah and the intro would be like wheel of fortune with knives (laughs) And
1: so he grabs the knife lunges at Marta beautiful slow-mo shot And then we hear the sound, totally a trick knife. Totally didn't get her. You
0: hear like the, like a squeaky hinge. You're like a, and you're like, yeah, no, that's not real. I had something like that that would always make that noise. And I would just stab it on pillows. And it just, it made such a, it's like scratching fingers on like a, like a board. It's like a.
1: (laughs) And it looks up, it delivers a perfect Deadpan. Ah, shit. And that's it. Handcuffed. Movie's over. And roll credits as Sweet Virginia plays. Ooh,
0: baby. I learned that song after I watched this movie.
1: I mean, throughout some great music placements, great references to music. And as we finish, you have the family out in front of the house looking up at the mansion, at the balcony. Marta's out front of what is now her house. Holding the coffee mug that we saw earlier in the movie that says, what? My coffee, my my house, my rules.
0: Or my house, my rules, my coffee,
1: I think. I think that sounds right. And Sweet Virginia plays, roll credits, we're done. Masterpiece complete.
0: How would you rate this movie, do you think? How many donuts would you give it?
1: I'd give it all the donuts. I've watched this movie enough times now. I don't think there's anything you could change in my mind to make it better. I think the cast is cast is great top to bottom, T to B. Nail it all the way. So many little details, so perfect, so much fun. Like I said, it holds up well over time. It feels you know, like, like a perfect I mean, sort of time capsule. It is it is great.
0: I would give it a a million donuts. Only thing I would change is I would put Ryan Reynolds in this somehow, somewhere. That's but that's I your comment
1: donuts. on on almost every movie.
0: Well, that's true, but still, I would have done it. But I gave it—I gave it a million donuts. I think it was amazing. Now it's time to talk about the dessert.
1: Dessert <laughs> Dessert time! <laughs> All right. So why don't you tell everybody? We watched this movie. We—we we, Knives Out. It's right there in the title. It's just begging for a dessert. It's begging for something. What did you come up with? What did we come up with?
0: Well, I mean, because of the donut lime, which is obviously a food that we both love, we decided to make a donut. Oh, big surprise. And after much consideration, we came up with a glazed donut with a blood red vanilla, like just normal glaze, plattered over to look like blood. Then we got a donut hole for the donut hole in the center type thing. And we cut out the center. We made a salted caramel hot cocoa whipped cream, which we filled in the donut hole. And we put a tiny dollop on top. Then we put that in the middle of the donut and sprinkled some Biscoff cookies on top. It was...
1: I, I couldn't agree more. I think the you were the one who pointed out the Biscoff cookie reference as we were sort of struggling right we were we had a donut and and props hat tip to, to the salty here in austin we we used their
0: salty Woo-hoo.
1: their donut their donut hole we 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 knew the red glaze we really you know a little little unsure about blood frosting but we they're, went with it it was delicious
0: salty's glazed donut and brioche glazed donut holes man you gotta get them if you are in miami orlando
1: Dallas, Austin, I think.
0: Dallas and I know they've opened a new one that I cannot remember. Go to it. It is delicious. They have amazing flavors. Awesome. They did not sponsor this by the way. Just just so you know. Yeah. But
1: and we are we are open to sponsors if you want to do it, Salty. Yeah, just I mean,
0: saying. I mean like donut places and dessert places, Haley's possibly sponsor us. So yeah, we made the and then the new thing we tried was the salted caramel, hot cocoa whipped cream, which is a real mouthful,
1: but it was delicious. It felt it's like the hot hot chocolate, but it felt like a, maybe a nod. This is, this takes place in the Massachusetts, Boston area. It's got that kind of cold weather vibe. So it was like, let's bring in a little bit of that hot cocoa energy. And then the Biscoff cookies on top. That's that's all credit to you and Chris Evans and that kind of moment early in the movie where I think he had to eat like a thousand cookies to get that get that shot, get that scene filmed. So now we, figured, we know you what
0: know, now we know what he's he's been eating. He hasn't been eating clam chowder. He's been eating biscoff cookies.
1: That's what I'm saying. Captain America, you don't you don't maintain the the Captain America physique with Biscoff cookies. That's the key transition here. The guy was able to move into a new phase of his career where he can He can enjoy Biscoff cookies on set and just lean right into it. So I would go ahead and give this a solid all the donuts for our donut. It's a a 10 donut movie and a 10 donut donut in my mind.
0: Yes, it was amazing. Love the dessert, love the movie. If you want to listen to this again, you can find it on places like I don't know yet. And if you want to find the recipe to this dessert cuz it sounds delicious, you can find that on our website forkingsweet.com.
1: com, dot com. Dot com. We got the dot .com. Maybe we didn't have to mess with like dot .biz. We're we're straight up forkingsweet.com where you can find this recipe and as we post new podcasts you'll be able to find all our episodes and all our recipes.
0: We hope that you really like this. We really enjoyed doing it and we can't wait to do it again. Tune in next time, and have a sweet day.
1: All right. Thanks, everybody.